Hey fat family, welcome back to our channel. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to our podcast today. I put a clap there, I don't know if it... We have a guest with us. Hi, y'all. What's going on? My name is Charlene Caraballo, and I can't wait to talk to you guys today. I'm excited to be here. Look She's a that. natural. Let's give her a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. She is our officially, officially our first guest here on the podcast. So this is a big deal, guys. Like, this, this is, is a, a big super deal. big deal. I love being number one, and here we are. You see what I mean? Like, this is going to be lit. It's going to be a great session. We're going to have all this open conversation amongst so many different things. I love it. I freaking love it. All right. So, Shailene. Yes. I want you to talk to me about what did you went to school for? What made you get into the mental health field? And just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So, I'm 33 years old officially, right? And I went to school to study mental health therapy. Originally, my background is uh, in the Board of Education, and I was dealing with a lot of special needs students. And my students, in speaking to me, notified me that they were seeking services outside of school to deal with the crisis and family issues and different types of traumas that I would see taking place during school because this was the only place where they were away from their family Mm -hmm. and were unleashing these different behaviors. So I went to college for mental health therapy, and so that way I can go into the clinical field, and I got a more roundabout vision, and then I was able to apply this not only with children, but in the clinical field with adults up until age 65 years old. Wow, Wow, that's amazing. Thank you, thank you. So right now you work at a school? Yes. And you, what is it, high school? Right now it's a middle school, and then I was taking clients via Zoom doing telehealth services for mental health therapy when I'm not in the school building. Okay, you feel me? Oh, wow. (laughs) So you do, like, telehealth? Telehealth, yes. Oh, that's amazing. Because I can't be physically at the location since I just came out of the school building, um, so in order to avoid traffic and all of that, and I'm still able to speak to my clients and deal with different sorts of traumatic events in their lives, I made myself available via telehealth services. Was that something that you did? Prior to the, you know, pandemic. Before the pandemic, it was in person, but Always. I was limited. I would uh, monitor my time and my sessions with clients more so towards the weekend. Um, and at, due to the pandemic, I guess the, the good that came out of it was the telehealth services that became available. Because yeah. yeah, now it's available to more people. Absolutely. That, that kind of fear that walking into that office right exactly so and building that that rapport right that's what I I tell a lot of the clients right so it's kind of like in the beginning it's sort of like dating so when you go in and a lot of people are like oh I I went to about two sessions and I wasn't feeling my therapist I didn't like him or her well leave them right there's nothing that's holding you there to them so it might not work with this therapist leave her get another one and get another one until you feel you've built that connection and it's someone who's not biased and you're going to be speaking to for a while. It has to be someone you feel you can openly speak to. Yeah, I feel like that's a conversation we had that you don't always have to stick to the first person that you go. Like, it's, like it's okay. You can keep going. Um, I know there is different. What's the different types of um, therapists. I, therapists like that you can go to? So what what do you specialize in? Like so because of my background with the board of education more so with uh children and comorbid disorders. So mm-hmm. that deals with 
For example, if I'm a person who has depression, in today's society, we see a lot of people who are also addicted to alcohol or drugs and they're self-medicating or using, let's say, marijuana to deal with whatever stressors they have in their lives. So now instead of me just having to work with inventing a treatment plant for your depression, now I'm combating depression symptoms and the symptoms of whatever substances you're using to self-medicate as well and how that affects the brain in combination with whatever mental illness is present. Wow. Wow. So you can see anybody? Yes, up until I take them all the way through age 65, and I've worked with clients who have schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, ADHD in children, um, behavioral disorders more so in children, couples therapy, um, traumatic events that I I won't get into too much detail about because everyone has a different trauma and what they share is is private, right, in the session, but, right, a variety, a multitude of different topics. I admire you. Thank you. (laughs) Because to deal with... To have, like, everybody just unleash and just throw everything traumatic or every mental um, trauma or disability that they're going through on you, like, I feel like you have to be a very strong person mm-hmm. to, have to, to be able to take that all in and to walk out the door and not carry that with you. Well, and she has to deal with her own stuff. And right, right. I, I don't think I would be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. and that's why I'm saying I admire you for doing that because we need people like you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a <laughs> gift, right? And I noticed, like, I, I'm, I've always been social, right? And I, I realize what qualities do I have in my own personal life that I can take into a session. And again, with the clients, they feel comfortable speaking to me and unleashing these different thoughts and feelings and emotions. And so... Building that trust, that rapport with the clients. I can see why they would feel so comfortable with you because you're a very easy person to talk to. I'm glad. You, she, I've known Charlene, you know, we have friendships. So, so for those of you who don't, we've known Charlene for a long time. Like, we're we're just friends even before we, before before you was a therapist. Before I went into college, right. So, she's one, our first guest on the show. So, So we go, we go way back. We go way back. (laughs) And this is not something you usually do. This is your first, this is my first time, right? Being on this, this type of podcast and and even just being recorded live on something, right? You're doing great. This is dope. Thank you guys. So the reason why we brought her is because this is a topic that I feel like doesn't get discussed as much as it should, Mm -hmm. especially now, um, because a lot of, People build a lot of stuff up during the pandemic and you're kind of seeing it more like more people fall into depression, anxiety, or either you're seeing it more or people are starting to become more vocal about it. Right. And something that we were noticing as well in the field was that people were relying on their partners to uh, vent. Right. So let's say, for example, you guys, if you had a stressful day and you're venting to your husband. Right. But that's one thing. And we we encourage it. Yes. But when the issues are deeper than just having a rough day, you need more than just your partner. Right. Because your partner is not a therapist who's going to help you come up with a treatment plan. Therapy isn't just a venting session. It may feel like that when you're comfortable. But the point is, there's an underlying treatment plan that's going down to help you so that we can build coping skills to help you work with and build new behaviors to be able to deal with whatever it is that the mental illness and the symptoms are presenting as yeah and and when she says treatment it's not necessarily just like we're gonna put you on these type of drugs or anything right no i'm there's not different i mean there's people that that, that have that. medication mm-hmm. but it's not just that there's a lot of things behind it that right 
so that the for medication that would be a psychiatrist mm-hmm. and for us we are psychotherapists in the mental health therapy profession so it's psychotherapy is just a fancy term for talk therapy similar mm-hmm. to what we're doing right now um no use of medication just skills behavioral tactics reinforcements what worked what didn't work let's try this next it's like having a bag full of tricks <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing and going back to what you said about you know people relying on their partner to like vent and stuff mm-hmm. i do think that is important that we understand that it's okay to talk to them once in a while about, you know, how your day is going and to, you know, let it out once in a while, but it's not okay to just constantly throw all these negative things at them because I feel like it's something that can also start to affect your partner. Most definitely. We call that dumping, right? Like I'm just dumping all my my crap onto you. Mm -hmm. And then your partner starts to sort of get sick of you too. Like, oh my God, here goes this one with with the same (laughs) same nonsense again, right? And we don't want to build that at home. So the beautiful thing about therapy is that here's this person who's not biased. They don't know you. So if you are saying some BS, right? No, we're going to check you on that. Like, no, what what makes you think that? And why are you saying that? And what are your core beliefs? Where is that coming yeah. from? What did you see in your past or what's affecting you currently that, that's giving you this mindset? And there's like a multitude of different ways we go about it. Amazing. Awesome. So should I go? Can I talk? Who's next? Who's next? You usually steal the, the spotlight. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you're stealing my getting, spotlight. I'm getting comfortable with this. I see topic. that. You see, see, you see that. the rapport going on that I was telling you guys about? <laughs> it's amazing. So, damn, now I forgot what I was going to You lost ask. your chain of thought. <laughs> when you, I'm ready. Um, <laughs> Got the clip loaded. So, yes. when do you think is the appropriate time? When? What are the signs for a person um, to go seek help. Like, when do you know? When do it's you go know? Time, it's go time. So this is a, a running joke that I had with one of my actual clients um, because I noticed that predominantly in the Hispanic and the African-American population in our communities, um, they don't seek therapy, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's talked about like, oh, it's so palo loco. That's for crazy people, right? That's my bilingual and I'm always no, going to translate, gotta, right? We, we got Spanglers so, out here. All right, yeah. so <laughs> this is dope. So that that's how it's been looked at for years. Like, oh, that's for crazy people. You don't go to that. And when one of my clients told me that during session, I was like, sweetheart, if you get to me and you're already crazy, I can't help you. And they started laughing, right? Because I don't have a magic wand. And the point of when you go to therapy is when you feel like I've done enough. I've I've exhausted my resources, whatever skills I have. And I feel overwhelmed or I feel anxious or I can't breathe or I'm self-medicating like we discussed yeah. with alcohol, marijuana, whatever drugs it is. Or I don't feel fulfilled in the relationships that I currently have with friends, family, and loved ones and your outlook changes. So I always say you come in so that you don't have that breakdown, so that you don't go crazy. And here's this person who's going to help you and is going to build a plan with you so that you don't get to that point. And don't always feel like, oh, this is my best friend. I could talk to her or him about anything. Mm -hmm. Because it's like you're saying, you're dumping your stuff on that person. Because some people will say, like, I don't need a therapist. I have a best friend that she hears me whenever I want to talk to her. Right. And for us, we that's major. Like, we call that conflict of interest, right? So, like, you guys are my great friends. But if you ever contacted me for something, I would have to give you another therapist friend of mine Mm -hmm. because I'm biased because I already have a a relationship with you outside of what the therapeutic session and, and therapy would be like. That's what I would think. That's what I would think. Yeah, it's true. Because if you have a family member who is, they are biased because they have right. their opinions yeah. of you. And yeah, it just wouldn't work. Definitely. I can see that not working. So what made you become a therapist? Like what, what hit the spot for you? Did, did you always have that, you know, in your mind, like as you were younger or something sparked it? 
Uh, no, I never had that in mind. Like I always enjoyed the education field. Um, and what I saw was the community that I was teaching in. I was seeing a lot of behaviors I never witnessed in my own childhood in these students. So one day a student was so frustrated and didn't have the skills to communicate his frustrations that he punched um, his arm through one of the glass windows in the door, not thinking that once his hand went through, now the shards of the window are in his arm and he can't pull it out because you'll rip the veins yeah. here. And we had to call the ambulance. This was about, I'm talking 12 years ago, yeah. right before any of this was even a, a thing that people were feeling comfortable discussing. So an ambulance came and then I I followed up with the student, you know, and I, I learned what happened after he left, went to the hospital and got treated and then had to enroll in, in, in therapy sessions. And I was like, wow, like just the way the brain functions yeah. and the yeah. way he's like working with somebody now. And then I saw behavioral changes in him when he was coming back to school. Not overnight, clearly, right? Because yeah. like I say, therapists, we don't have a magic wand. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of seeing what works, what doesn't work. And ultimately, that, that sparked something in me that I said, I'm going to take a temporary leave of absence from the Board of Ed, which I was blessed that they gave me the option mm -hmm. to do without losing my job. And I went into college, and I went into it, and they told me all the beautiful ways with therapy. I could go to Quantico and work with the FBI once I'm done with the Board of Education wow. because everything is behavioral and how you track, like, serial killers and crime right. scenes. So it's, it's such an important field. Yeah. And I just, I love having options. So yeah. definitely the clinical field and mental health therapy opened that door for me. Well, I think that was the perfect field for you. Thank you. I Your personality it. and everything <laughs> just aligns perfectly. That is the perfect field for you. You I nailed it. Yeah. Yes, great. you nailed it. Thank so, you guys. So I know we spoke about like adults and you kind of deal with kids. So when, I don't know if you even know this. So when I, when I was a child, I actually went to therapy when my parents were kind of splitting and divorced. So mm -hmm. You know, they put me in therapy just to see where my mind was at. Thank you for sharing that no with problem. me. So, <laughs> you're my therapist. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so, when do you feel like a parent should look at their kid and say, like, okay, I think I need to take my child to therapy or... No, I think my child just needs That's discipline. That's an excellent question. Babe. I love that question. I love okay. that question, right? So you were blessed, right, that your parents realized that something that was taking place in their personal lives. It didn't, it didn't work because I stopped going, though. But, but, no, I, but I went, I, I but remember, I remember you, some you, things. They enrolled you in yeah. it, right? They gave it a shot. Um, so now in this day and age, I feel like mental health therapy is getting a lot more limelight attention. So I always say if you start seeing behaviors that are outside of the norm and if you're trying in the house and you're working with them and you're working with the teacher, teachers at school, wherever the setting is, and it's not working for your child, or you're undergoing something as a family that you feel like, hey, maybe my child is not speaking on it because they don't have the words to communicate this effectively yet, but it won't be a bad idea to put them in so that they can discuss. Again, it's confidential. They're not going yeah. to come and tell you what it is that your child is saying unless there is a threat. So I think it's, it's never too early to, to put anyone in therapy. Every therapist Sorry. also has a therapist. Right. Like we Every vent to other people. And that was interesting for me in college. My professor said as part of, you know, in order to graduate as part of this, this seminar, you need to see a therapist. Mm. So you're going to see what it feels like to be on the opposite end. And you guys know me. Right. But everybody else, like I was super defensive. The first time I went into therapy, I was sitting there like this. Hmm, I'm going <laughs> to stay here the 45 minutes and I'm not speaking to this lady. <laughs> and she it was amazing. Like she was young. She was similar to like my age. So I was like, what are you going to tell me? Everything you think you're going to tell me, I already know about myself. Mm. And she was like, if you want, you can sit there the whole 45 minutes and don't say a word. And I was like, damn. Oh my god, like, that's funny. <laughs> and long story short, I ended up staying and working with that professional for about three and a half years wow. and just wow. 
it opened doors for me too. I got yeah. to see what it's like to be on the other side of that chair. That's amazing. And a lot of people it, feel like. What are you gonna say? I think we're gonna say the same thing. Here we go. A lot of people <laughs> say, well, think that because a therapist sees another therapist, like how can you help me if you if you seek therapy? Mm-hmm. But every person needs some a type. Of, yeah. Right. Yeah, I understand it, but I'm not going to lie. I actually thought that at one point, too. Like, how is this person going to be able to help me if they need help themselves? Right. We all do, though. (laughs) And they're helping other people, right? And like I say, you never know until you go. And that's that's just how it works. And, and again, it won't work after just one session. And my main point that I always stress on everyone, it only works if you work. Right. Because as a therapist, I can be seeing you and giving you all these strategies, all these skills, giving you homework as well. Journal. Um, tell me how the rest of your day went. Write it down and bring it to the next session. And if you pull up to my next session and you didn't do the homework, yeah. honey. Yeah. What how are is we it going to work if you're what? not doing the, the homework? Yeah. Right. If you're not it's putting like, in the work. It's like going to the gym and your trainer tells you, here's a diet. Yeah. And you don't stick to it. Yeah. So it's yeah. not going to work. That's the exercise for the brain. Exactly. And that's and it's a muscle, too. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of people feel like when you go to a th- when when you walk into a therapy room when when you hear therapy is just like somebody sitting in a chair with their notebook with that swiggly uh, <laughs> is right. it always like that or no is it? Okay. no so uh, it depends the setting like so example modern times like I told you guys earlier um, I'm doing telehealth. So I, I'm just on a laptop with, with my clients, and I don't write anything during the session. I don't want them to feel like, oh, shoot, let me stop talking because yeah. she just wrote something down. You know, like, no, I am engaged. I'm in it. I, I have I your attention. Great. You have my attention. And whatever I need to write afterward, I'm going to write it yeah. down on the side. But that's just for our own keeping. That's for notes so that we yeah. can see what we discussed. And compare it to, let's say, in six months from now, where are you? Did you make progress on this? Or what needs to be tweaked and modified in our treatment plan to help you get to whatever your goal is? I'm glad you said that because I had an experience like that. I went yeah. to therapy one time. And, you know, you're saying that you don't really write notes there that you're we're engaging with the person. And I think that's amazing because, honestly, when I went to this person, they were looking at their notebook the whole time. And it was like they would, they just kept writing and writing. I was like venting and talking, and they were just like writing on this notebook. And he got your book I, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Untold I, stories of Jessica oh, Nunez. Jessica, slide that over here. <laughs> I just felt like, like I automatically. I think I went twice to this person, and I automatically mm-hmm. felt like this isn't the person for me. Like I like to feel. Like the therapist I'm seeing is engaged, right? It's and present with the in that com- right, and that they're not just like writing down notes and just treating me like I'm just a number. Like that's how it felt. Like mm-hmm. they weren't truly engaging what I was saying. It was just like, and now and she does. Yeah. Question for you: After those two sessions, did you, like I said earlier, break up with this therapist and find another, or were you like disengaged and not motivated to go back? I disengaged and not motivated to go back, mm-hmm. and I just stopped. Mm-hmm. I and, didn't find it. And that's therapist. usually what happens. One yeah. of my coworkers um, was feeling stressed due to uh, she lost uh, a loved one in her family. So she's grieving and mm-hmm. she's like, I was going to a therapist, but it didn't work. And I'm like, OK, what part didn't work? Oh, uh, he wasn't telling me what to do. We don't tell you what to do mm-hmm. because I can tell you what I would do if it were me. But I don't know how you live your personal life. Yeah. So I wouldn't tell you that because that would probably sabotage your personal life. And I don't want to be responsible for sabotaging your life. I want to elevate it. Yeah. So I'm never as a therapist going to tell you what to do. We're going to talk and together come up with what are your goals and how do I help you get there? 
So just to close this podcast out, um, the reason why you started this whole thing is because you felt compelled by the actions of My another students. student. And it inspired you to want to help people. Most definitely. And bottom line, it, it helped me to help a series of people, not just on the children's age, all the way up until adulthood. And you made the right choice because that's what God called you to do. And I really do feel that. Um, you're such a natural. Thank you so Thank much you. for being Thank here. Thank you guys for having me. It's all Guys, love. this episode is over, but make sure you like, subscribe. We're going to record another podcast. Charlene, I'm excited. And we're going to go into some deep topics. So make sure you like and subscribe to this video. Comment down below what you thought about this episode. This conversation. Our mini session. Our mini session. Um, We kind of just wanted to keep this one kind of together just to give you an understanding of what therapy is and not like overwhelm you with information. Um, Yeah, so if you like this conversation, don't forget to hit the like button. Leave us your comments down below of any questions you may have, leave us your questions down um, below. Don't forget to hit that bell so you'll be notified every time we post a video. Tell them, tell them, yeah. I will have it linked at the bottom. Don't ask me any questions you want, and I'll have more info on therapy for you guys as well. Awesome. We get it. We get this 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 ball rolling. Yes. <laughs> Love Thank it. you so much. Thank you so much for, Thank you so much for watching. <laughs>